0: That's heritageradionetwork.org slash 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you.
1: This program is made possible thanks to the generosity of our listeners. Show your support at heritageradionetwork.org slash donate.
0: This week on Meet and 3, we're looking at things that have changed and things that are still in flux from mothers balancing new lifestyles to the social stigma surrounding pumpkin spice.
2: You got rid of the star rating system and talked about, like, I'm not going to use the word ethnic when I talk about food.
0: They recognized that safety was our motivation and, and they were very you know, receptive to the changes, understanding what we were trying to accomplish.
2: A cupcake or a piece of bacon or a glass of rosé is not inherently gendered. Tune in
0: to Meet N3, HRN's weekly food news roundup, wherever you listen to podcasts.
3: Hi, everyone. Um, it's the week before Thanksgiving in the U.S., and um,
2: honestly, it just doesn't feel like there's a lot to be thankful for this year. 2020 has just really been something else. Um, and when I go back to all the things I thought that I would get done this year, it's it's, it's almost laughable to think about right now. But I will say, like most people, I hope that um, it's been a time of reflection of learning to slow down, and in the midst of some um, personal loss myself, um, appreciating more and more the people that I have in my life right now. Um, And I will say, one of the things that I'm always, always thankful for is you, our loyal audience. I'm most appreciative um, when you share your thoughts and engage on social media, especially after new episodes come out. It makes me feel like someone is actually listening on the other side because I'm usually in my closet recording, talking to someone in another part of the world. And so when I get that feedback, it really makes me feel like people are actually listening to it. So this is great. Um, From aha moments to just thank you, this episode made me feel seen or heard. It really encourages me to continue with the work because Lord knows (laughs) there are days when I just don't know that there will be another episode or another season of, of the show. So I wanted to share with you, because I'm especially grateful this year, um, some of the wonderful feedback I've heard from this season. So from Lola Adeyemi's episode, um, episode 40, I believe it was, um, at Bozo Foods on Instagram said, I thoroughly enjoy this conversation. It's like Lola spoke my dialect. It warms my heart to see us forging on to bring Afrocentric foods to the forefront of the global cuisine conversation. Congrats, Lola and Yom. I say it again and again, you're doing God's work. Um, thank you both for foods, um, if we're actually. at chose Kuchu on um, Instagram also says, such an in- interesting conversation. Yom, you're a great host and interviewer. The tone is friend- friendly, relaxing and inviting. Lola, your journey is such an inspiration, and I can't wait for the relaunch. Um, our conversation with Tapiwa of Tapita Tapi in Cape Town was also quite popular, with a wide range of thoughts and um, conversation. <laughs> this episode was was a two part episode, episodes forty two and forty three, and particularly um, I liked the engagement from Ama Abwaje on Twitter, who said. I finally listened to this, the moment where he transitioned from gimmick to almost healing was spiritual. Loved hearing it. I totally agree that African self-esteem is so, so low and in desperate need of rehabilitation. And then she goes on to debate with Tapiwa on the importance of Black History Month in the US and the distinction that has to be made between that and um, holidays like Heritage Day in South Africa. Um, the Canadian African on Instagram said at some point, I'm loving the season so far. It's my go to for walks. Thank you. I tend to listen to podcasts when I go walking too, since we no longer have to commute anywhere. Um, so thank you for always supporting Canadian African. Um, on our interview with Wine Kojo, I call him, episode 44, at I'm Shelby by ad commented on Instagram. This was one of the best wine interviews I've listened to in some time. Best wishes to his new opportunity in the wine industry. And then on Apple Podcasts, which is where I really would love most of you to go to leave us a five-star review. Um, Just last week, actually H left a five-star review and also said, this podcast is such a personal discovery as I celebrate my healthier indigenous food choices. Thank you so much for educating me about this cuisine, Yom. I just finished listening to Aiden of Aiden the Foodie. I want to learn more from the African continent since I'm off the African diaspora for 200 plus years and know little about this cuisine. I want to claim it and you and your interviews help me connect in order to cook these or seek restaurants. This is so appreciated. Keep up the good work. Thank you guys all so much. I share this <laughs> not for my own personal ego but just to say thank you so so much. Um, thank you Akpe, as we say in Ewe in Ghana, Midasi, Asantisana. Please keep them coming. It's encouraging not just for me but for the guests because a lot of the times you know we're doing all this work in our own little bubbles and it's so great to hear from you and to get your thoughts on which, what you think we're doing well or not. And so if you have a chance to leave a five-star review on apple spotify wherever you listen that would be more than fabulous i will also um will i be doing this yes (laughs) i'm going to commit to doing this i'll be putting out um a survey to get your thoughts on what you'd like to see going forward um i have some ideas i've always had a lot of different ideas about how i'd like it to go i just haven't had the capacity or the bandwidth to do it, but I think there's some things I'm going to change, but it would be great to hear from you also. So look for the survey on social media in the coming weeks. would love to hear from you on your thoughts on what we could do better on the podcast. Um, other things I'm thankful for this year. I'm thankful for the ability to partner with um, Heritage Radio Network. Um, it's been great not having to do a lot of the back-end production anymore, which means I have additional time to prepare for interviews and I think, honestly, we've been able to have some of the best interviews we've done on the show just because of the time I've had to really dig in and prepare for these interviews. Um, That being said, (laughs) it's also been a lesson in, in patience and releasing control because I've always done everything by myself. People people reach out to me quite a bit to ask me my advice for starting their own podcasts and whatnot. And I do it all myself. I, at least I've done it all myself up until this point. Um, and I've, because of just how my brain works, I'm super type A. I've always had a set schedule for how things happen. Like I know what I do on Monday, um, the day before the show airs, what I do on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, in terms of promoting the show, the types of content I want. Um, how I'll email guests, et cetera. And so <laughs> I've been learning to let that go in in this new partnership. Um, and I think it's good for me, especially as I bring on new team members to help me with the work I'm doing on, on the entire Essence 13 business as a whole. Um, I'm working with a new group of people, so you start to see some stuff coming out through Essence 13. More on that to come, but... Um, I think that that's going to be a continuing lesson for me as, as I get to partner with more and more people, um, learning to let go of what I expect things to be versus how they'll end up being. So lessons learned, um, another highlight of this year, Bonnie Williams, excellent, excellent. Thank you, Bonnie, if you're listening, <laughs> food and wine feature that showcased the work that we do with both the podcast and Essence 13 more broadly, um. If you haven't read it yet, uh, there's a link in our social media bios to the article. um, Maybe I will include it in the show notes for those who haven't had a chance to read it yet. She does an excellent job. She pulled me out of hiding. I just I'm not. If you've been with us for the last two three years, I've just not been a person that's um, really interested in media, putting myself out there in that way. But um, Bonnie did a great job, and so I'm always trying to push people towards towards her work. Thank you so much, Bonnie. Um, Speaking of, I also had a chance to get out in front of the camera quite a bit in the last month or so. Um, I joined Zoe Ageno's Black Book um, Initiative. You should check it out. It's, I think it's at Black Book on all social media platforms. Um, joined Nina Udrow of Dine Diaspora in a great conversation on alternative food business formats, I guess is what we would call it, and what diversity and inclusion means um, in the space. Um, This was part of Black History Month in the UK, so it was a great conversation. I don't know if they videotaped it, I'm not sure, but you can check out their social media platforms to see, or their website too, if you you check them out on social. Maybe that's another link I'll include in the show notes. Um, And then last weekend, I just, you know, actually that was, I'm recording this on Monday, so yeah, this past weekend, I joined Chef Ade, who was also a guest this season. Ooh, I want to say episode thirty-nine, I think. Um, from Benin, the chef from Benin. We did a live cooking show for the Afros and Audio uh, Podcast Festival, where we made one of her favorite meals from her home country, Benin. Um, this was great. This is again one of those things that I wouldn't otherwise have done, um, but. I thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed myself in these sessions and I don't know if it's just because the content is like I'm really passionate about pushing our African food narrative forward and so maybe in those spaces I'm more comfortable I tend to enjoy myself so I'm less aware (laughs) of the fact that there's a camera on so I really enjoyed those two sessions in particular Um, and then I guess this is where I usually share my outlook for the upcoming year. um I usually do this in the last episode of the season or the last episode of the year. um but if twenty twenty has taught us at least at me taught me anything, um nothing you can't plan anything, nothing really is predictable anymore, and I just wouldn't want to put stuff out there that I'm not ready to commit to or to be held accountable for quite yet and so. I think I'll hold off on sharing anything, any of my plans for next year, 2021, until the new season comes out um, next year. In the meantime, I wanted to do a sort of um, rapid fire segment of my own and share with you what I'm reading, what I'm listening to, what I'm watching, as it seems like all over the world, as the holiday season approaches, we are all preparing for some form of lockdown situation through the end of the year so just sharing what I'm doing at home what I'm listening to what I'm reading if in case that inspires you and um to check the, that the stuff out um so what I'm listening to I'm huge on podcasts as most of you know but um BBC the food chain is one of my favorites and just last week yeah it was last week They did an excellent, excellent interview with Selassie Atadika of of Midunu, which you should check out. Um, I've always said on the show, I love her work. I love what she's doing. And and it was great to surprisingly hear her show up as a guest on that show. And what else am I listening to outside of podcasts? Um, I'm super late to this, I know. But I'm just now catching up on Brenna Boy's latest album twice as tall and I'm laughing just loving it um African Giant was also pretty good that also took me a while to catch on to that but um just because I listen I mostly listen to podcasts like when I'm free and so I'm not as plugged into music as I used to be um but I'm trying to get back into it especially for the holidays and for this time that we're going to be locked down at least in Seattle um what am I watching what I'm watching uh the great British Bake Off And rooting for Ermine, I think that's how you say her name. I just love how calm she is and not rattled by all of the chaos that's going on around her. And and she seems like really, really good at what she does. So rooting for her. Um, I'm watching The Crown. Um, Dramatic new season of The Crown. Um, Ted Lasso, which is on Apple TV. It's such a heartwarming. If you're looking for something that's no drama, super heartwarming, just, like, want to feel good. Ted Lasso, is, it's on Apple TV, but, like, I watch it on some other platform. <laughs> um, so if you have some other platform where you watch stuff, um, this would be a good one. Um, one of my favorites is back on, on TV, This Is Us. Uh, also, well... Depending on how you, it's, it's, you can, people tend to cry a lot when they watch it, but I also think it has some feel good moments. So I'm liking the season so far. Um, and then this is dramatic Trial Four on Netflix. So it's the story of Sean Ellis, who was wrongfully convicted of um, killing a cop in Boston way back when. And it just talks about his road to redemption. 22 years later and it's um it's heartbreaking in some ways it's also uplifting in other ways um i enjoyed it i binged in two days to binge watch it um yeah it's it's sad that in 2020 like it's it seems like nothing has changed but it's i think it's also an empowering uplifting story i don't think he gets his due at the end though but at least he i mean it's No surprise. He gets his freedom that I don't think um, he gets his due. Anyway, and last but not the least, I'm watching all the Christmas rom-coms on Netflix. Um, They tend to be pretty bad, but I don't know. They're so bad, they're good, if if that makes any sense. Um, Again, it's just about uh, keeping the drama to a (laughs) minimum as the year rounds out, this crazy year rounds out. Um, What I'm reading, what I'm reading, I guess one of the upsides of being being at home a lot this year is just that I'm reading much more than I have in a while. My goal at the beginning of the year, even before I knew it was going to be a crazy year, was to read 20 books and I thought that was going to be a stretch. But I'm already at 28 books and probably on track to hit 32, I would say, yeah, if I look at my title. 32 by the end of the year, which is a lot. I don't know if it would ever happen again (laughs) Uh, anytime soon. But um, some of my favorites. Um, One, Girl, Woman, Other by Bernardine Varisto. Is that how you say her name? The Girl with a Louding Voice. Oh, I love this book. I gave it five stars on on Goodreads. Um, By Abby Darry. Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens and then The Velvet Rope Economy by Nelson Schwartz. Um, I track all my books on Goodreads if anyone is on there, is is interested in seeing everything I've read this this year or wants to share recommendations. A lot of what I read are written by Black, I should say like African women, generally speaking. I'll say number one, probably African women, then you know black women generally speaking um, and then followed by women <laughs> mm. um, and then I just have an interest in um, business just preparing you if you decide to follow me on goodreads um, business books and then psychology like how people think how people behave why they choose to do that um, so you'll see that if you choose to follow me on goodreads um, what am I eating? Is what I, the other thing that's going to show, or, or rather, I should say, what's in yeah, what I'm eating, or what's in my pantry. Um, so I have spices from Messian Spices. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, Dominique. Dominique Tolbert, who was our first guest, episode thirty six um, at the beginning of the season, told us about her spice line and sent me some, and they're so good. I use them mostly in making um, breakfast scramble. Um, and then in sauce, is so good. Like when I when you open up the bottles, oh my God, amazing. And then I've shared this before, either on the podcast or on social media. Um, Niger Buka Seattle has an amazing jollof sauce. Like it's the staple <laughs> in my pantry. Um, we had a Genjin Brothers last week or the last two weeks, I guess. Um, I just saw that we have a new Bisap drink, a Hibiscus drink, but their ginger drink, Ginjan drink you can order if you're in the US. Uh, they ship everywhere. That is so good if you want to try it. Um, and then lastly, um, this is a a Nigerian meal shipping service out of Houston called Um. All I do is cook. Um, they are, and I'm. I don't know if my Nigerian friends like. I'm not generally big on Nigerian food just because the flavors are like pretty pungent, but um. Like his iforiro is out of this world, and I get I get there if his iforiro and then um, sausage rolls, <laughs> small chops, as we say, um, really 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 good. Um, yeah, so that's what's eating, what I'm eating, what's in my pantry lately. Like I, I shared this past weekend actually in that live cooking show with with Chef Ade. How most of the stuff I have in my country is from it's from African food entrepreneurs that I know and I've spoken to or just just because one, it's what I like to eat, and then two, two to support them. And really, I think like what well, if you support them consistently, there's a lot you can do and make with African flavors. Um so as you're thinking about Thanksgiving meals or or you know, Christmas holiday meals, um, I would consider very strongly. Maybe I should maybe I should share. I should do the 12 Christmas. I don't know. Maybe I don't want to commit myself to doing something that I may not do. Um, last year, I shared, um, I did a holiday guide for some of this stuff, but I don't know if I have it in me to do it again. We'll see, potentially. <laughs> um, and then, I guess, finally, what I'm looking forward to as the year wraps up, um, I'm joining a virtual chocolate making class. So, from Bean to Bar, I don't know if they'll send us the ingredient i'm not sure but i'm really excited for that like because ghana produces so much um cocoa and now there's so many indie or like home-made, or i should say small batch chocolate uh companies coming up like i'm super interested in how it's it's made because it's it seems pretty easy um so that may be in my future <laughs> become a chocolate 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 is that what they call them? Um so anyway, I'm doing that next month. I'm pretty excited for that. And then two podcast interviews where I, I guess where I'm the guest, I should say, coming up in December that you should look out for. Um the first one is on a podcast called Why Food, which is um, a heritage radio podcast actually that showcases stories of people who've made a leap of faith to work in the food industry. And then the second one is um, Eat Well, Travel Better, which is a podcast about global food tourism that's hosted by the World Food Travel Association. So I go on there and talk about my experiences with, with food and travel. And that's a pretty fun one. So I, I'll I share, I guess, on social when these come out. I'll let you guys know. But those are coming out in December. Um, so that's basically how I'll round up my year. That's what's going on with me. Um, season five, when will that come out? It will come out sometime in in January. I can't say for sure when. <laughs> Again, just giving myself grace and space. Um, but I expect some changes to the length of the season, maybe even the frequency. We might go bi-weekly. I don't no yet, um, but that's something I'm playing with. Um, I'll share more on social media as the time gets closer. I'll let you guys know. And then i also take into account the feedback I get from the survey that I will send out. Hopefully <laughs> someone should hold me accountable, please. Um, I'm really, truly hoping I can do that in the next few weeks. Um, yeah, so that's it for our US audience. Have a safe, safe please, safe and wonderful Thanksgiving. To everyone else, I hope the rest of the year is kind to you, and that you find a way to enjoy the last few weeks or last several weeks, I guess, of of what has truly, truly been a challenging year for us all. Um, yep, that's it. Uh, once again, thank you, thank you, thank you. I cannot say that enough. I would not, st- I would not still be here. I would still not be here. Gosh. Um, without you. So thank you so much. Um, Yeah, reach out to me on social media if you have questions, ideas. Um, Yeah, enjoy the holidays and I will be back on the air next year.
3: Thank you. Thank you for listening to Item 13, an African food podcast. If you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast app. To keep up to date, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at item13podcast. Item 13 is powered by Simplecast. Thank you for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website. Radio Network.org. Connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at heritage radio You can also find us at facebook.com slash heritageradionetwork Heritage Radio Network is a non-profit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place and we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Subscribe to the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join the HRN family by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.
1: All of us at HRN have been keeping busy despite working and recording from home. This fall, we're proud to announce new shows on the network that each bring important and enlightening stories to listeners around the world. While the world is in turmoil and the future of our country is uncertain, there are certain constants that help keep us going. For us, food and storytelling are essential. While we can't come together in person, food podcasts from HRN can provide a virtual table we can all gather around, Bringing exceptional stories to your ears and keeping you informed on the ever-changing political and environmental issues of our time is integral to our mission. At a time when the world around us is rapidly changing, HRN is committed to being here for our listening community, and we need you to be here for us. Join our table and help ensure the future of food radio by becoming a member of HRN. Go to heritageradionetwork.org slash donate to make a contribution. Check out the latest additions to our lineup while you're there. You can see all of our series at heritageradionetwork.org slash new shows.